اشرب شرب اهل الصفاء الله الله بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 4 of Soul Food where we are looking at the second obstacle that Imam Al-Ghazali mentions in his book Minhajul Abidin, The Path of Worshipful Servants and that second obstacle after the obstacle of knowledge is repentance. Uh, but before we begin, it's really important that as we're going through these episodes of Soul Food and as we are going through this blessed month of Ramadan, that we're not just getting through the material to feel like we're accomplishing something or getting through Ramadan or the recitation of the Qur'an to feel like we're accomplishing something, but that the spiritual path, which is really the essence of Islam, is about implementation and about growth and transformation. So the most important thing that we can do in this blessed month, whether it's listening to this podcast or any other spiritual practice that we have is implementation and internalizing what we're doing and what we're learning in our connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to look at the shackles of sin, how sin really holds us back. We'll look at true repentance and we'll talk about the importance of never giving up, of never giving up. So let's begin. Bismillah. Uh, and inshallah, based on the previous episode, you all have committed to learning that knowledge which gives you an understanding of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from you. And if you already know that, then reviewing that and making sure to implement that. Uh, when we come to the second obstacle Imam al-Ghazali talks about, that's repentance. And if you visualize the spiritual path, if you actually look at it as a physical path, Sins are like shackles around our legs and around our feet that prevent us from actually moving forward on that path. If knowledge shows us the path, then sins keep us in place because we're not able to move down that path. Imam al-Ghazali says that the weight of sins makes it hard for us to perform good deeds. So he says, how can you hasten to worship and the things that bring light into your heart when you're still tied down by sins. In other words, not just the sins that a person might continue to do, but the weight of sins that occurred in the past that a person has not repented from. Al-Fudayl ibn Iyad, one of the great sages of Islam, he said, if you don't have the strength for night worship and fasting th during the day, then know that you are shackled by your sins. In other words, when a person is freed from the shackles of sins, then they actually feel more energy to do the things that are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one of the beautiful things about tawbah, about repentance, is that it's therapeutic to your soul. It allows your soul to feel re-energized and rejuvenated. But when we disobey Allah, 
you know, the soul feels a sense of pain. It feels internally. Sometimes we're numb to that feeling and sometimes we feel it, that there's something deep down inside that hurts. When a person does something that they know is wrong, they feel either guilt uh, or a sense of uh, feeling bad about what they did. And that's the soul being alive. But a person, if they continue down that path, may Allah protect us from that, then sometimes their soul becomes numb and can be dead. But when we repent, our souls are able to heal. They're, be able, they're able to become whole again. The guilt is removed and the soul increases in light and in radiance. That brings us to the next point. True repentance. You might be asking, so what is true repentance? Imam al-Ghazali says that true repentance is a path that is taken by the heart. And it is removing the heart from the attachment to and the desire for the sin. Before, you know, you, you think about what you need to do is in your heart you are removing it from the sin. And this is a simple but profound definition that Imam al-Ghazali gives us. Because sometimes when we think about repentance, we only think of action. And action is necessary. Leaving the sin aside is necessary. But the greatest act is the one that is taken by the heart. That you're removing your heart from the attachment to that sin. And you remove it and you leave that sin aside out of reverence for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for God's majesty, and that He decreed such a commandment. Allah says in the Quran, that God has endeared faith to you and made it beautiful to your hearts. And He has made disbelief and mischief and disobedience hateful to you. It is people like this who are rightly guided. In other words, that it is a perception in the heart that allows a person to follow what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded them to do. That faith has been made beautiful to your hearts and that disbelief and mischief and disobedience have become hateful to you. That that is the state of a heart that is truly penitent, that is turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Imam al-Ghazali says that some of the ways that you can prepare your heart to be in a state of tawbah, to be in a state of repentance are three. He says, number one is remembering the vileness of the sin. Is that the sin in reality, even if it's pleasurable to the nafs, in reality it is ugly. It is related to greed or it is related to selfishness or arrogance or otherwise. And those things are ugly. So thinking about the true nature of the sin and recognizing that it is ugly and vile. And one thing that will do is that it'll remove your heart from it a little bit. The second thing is remembering the intensity and the severity of God's punishment and wrath. And most importantly, the severity and the pain of being distanced from Him. Thinking about that, that's a reality. And lastly, remembering your own weakness in the face of pain. 
you know, that we can't even take pain in this world, much less what we are warned of in the hereafter. When we think about those three things of being distanced from Allah, of the vileness and ugliness of sin, and of our own weakness in the face of pain, then we're able to prepare our hearts for tawbah. That brings us to the last point. So you might be asking yourself, or you might say to yourself, you know what, I can't repent, I cannot make tawbah, because I know I will fall back into the sin, and I won't be steadfast, I won't be consistent in repentance. I can't leave this particular bad habit or this thing because I've tried in the past and I've failed. Imam al-Ghazali says, if you say that to yourself before you actually try and before you really commit, before you actually are trying to make tawbah, that you're thinking about it, but then you'll hear this voice saying, you can't do it. Imam al-Ghazali says, this is a trick of the shaitan. This is a trick of the devil. And he says, you have to keep trying even if you failed in the past. Even if you tried before and you failed miserably, you have to keep trying and maybe your soul will return back to Allah. Maybe your life will end while you are in a state of repentance. Even if you feel, no, but maybe I'll fall back into the sin. Maybe in that in-between time is that time that your soul will return to Allah and it will be accepted as being in a state of repentance. So keep trying. Never, never, never allow this thought to stop you from turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the great scholars, Abu Ishaq al-Isfarayini, may Allah have mercy on him, said, I prayed to Allah for 30 years that He grant me a sincere repentance. I was amazed and I said to myself, SubhanAllah, a need for which I prayed to Allah the Exalted for 30 years and yet it still hasn't been fulfilled. Then I saw something like what a person sees in a dream and someone said to me, Are you amazed at that? Do you realize what you are asking of Allah? You are asking him that he loves you. Have you not heard his saying, God loves those who turn to him in repentance and he loves those who keep themselves clean. So is this a small request? So Abu Ishaq is saying here, you know, for 30 years consistently I kept asking Allah for a sincere and true repentance and 30 years I kept making mistakes, falling back into old ways. And I wondered, I said, you know, I keep asking for 30 years. And then I saw that what I was asking was a great thing, that it was the highest thing being granted Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love. So you have to keep on trying and you never give up. And Imam al-Ghazali says, just as you have taken sin as an occupation and uh, you keep to it, like an occupation, now take repentance and turning back to Allah as your occupation. Just as you might have done it for years and years and years consistently, take repentance as your occupation and commit yourself consistently to it. And if you ever make a mistake, then go back to repentance. And if you fail even a thousand times, the most important thing is never giving up is always, always turning back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the door is always open 
as long as we're trying and as long as we have life. So this brings us to the call to action. Imam al-Ghazali has something that is intense, but I really believe that we can all do it, inshallah, and that there's no better time than Ramadan to do it. And if you hear this outside of Ramadan, still commit to it. And if Allah grants you tawfiq, it will change your life. So this call to action is going to take a little bit of commitment and work. So Imam al-Ghazali says, this is how you make a sincere repentance. He says, go make ghusl and wear clean clothes. Take a ritual bath, wash yourself with the intention of purifying yourself outwardly and wear clean and nice clothing. And then pray four rak'ahs. And he says, go into sujood and place your face on the ground where no one can see you other than Allah. And in your sujood, allow your tears to flow from your face. And with a heavy heart, recount every single sin that you ever did. And tell yourself and talk to yourself as you're talking to Allah and say to yourself, when are you going to be ashamed of continuously disobeying Allah? And confess them one by one. We don't necessarily, we don't believe in confession to human beings, but we definitely believe in confession to Allah. Oh Allah, I did this and I did that and I backbit this person and I looked at that thing that I wasn't supposed to look at and I said these things that I wasn't supposed to say and so on and so forth. And yo, oh Allah, I know that it is so ugly and vile in your sight. And I know that it is displeasing to you. Oh Allah, cleanse my heart. Oh Allah, purify my soul in gentleness and in ease. Oh Allah, bring light into my heart. I want your nearness and I want your good pleasure. And continue to do that, Imam al-Ghazali says. And lift your head and your hands and turn to Allah and ask Him for His forgiveness and His mercy. And ask Allah to forgive you for everything that occurred prior to that moment and to protect you in everything moving forward. And then Imam al-Ghazali says, conclude this kind of session where you're uh, uh, releasing everything from your heart to Allah with sending peace and blessings and salutations upon the Prophet ﷺ and ask Allah to forgive all the believing men and believing women and commit yourself after this moment to turn to Him in obedience. Imam al-Ghazali says, if you do this sincerely, you will be as pure as you were on the day that you were born and you will be granted Allah's love and blessings and mercy. And Imam al-Ghazali says, if you do this, then you will have successfully overcome the second obstacle. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all tawfiq and make us people of sincere repentance and may He illuminate our hearts with turning back to Him and grant us His love and His mercy uh, and His grace. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.